What up, everyone? Back at it again. Rising Coaches DI Alliance Spotlight. We have the owner, CEO, founder of uh, the first black-owned search firm and consulting firm uh, in college basketball space, Mr. Herb Courtney. Herb, how are you doing today? Good, Brian. I appreciate you uh, having me on, man. I uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, looking forward to it. It'll be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, we're going to spotlight you. So let's talk first. You have uh, Renaissance Search and Consulting. Let's make sure we get it on the screen. I think our uh, production team up. Oh, there they go. Thank you. I love it right there. Yeah. So <laughs> Renaissance Search and Consulting. What is it? How did it come about? Share with us. Yeah. So we, we are a minority owned search firm. Um, you know, really you know, partnering with institutions and organizations uh, with executive searches or professional searches, you know, through the lens of diversity, equity, and inclusion. We want to make sure that, um, you know, coaches and administrators and, you know, leaders um, from diverse backgrounds um, that are, you know, have access to opportunities that are, that are qualified, right? So making sure we have, um, you know, candidate pools that are, that are very much, um, diverse and and bringing that bringing that um you know focus to our searches now you're only doing college basketball searches i know you're search and consulting so what yeah. all do you do yeah well we we obviously do athletics right so coaching and college administration uh we also have a corporate practice as well where we work with um you know companies across multiple industries um you know with with positions from an executive search or professional search as well so we kind of encompass um you know a broad range of clients i think um you know just from a diversity equity and inclusion standpoint i think that's an initiative for a lot of organizations and institutions so uh, we didn't want to limit ourselves just to sport um but obviously with my background and my passion um you know that's definitely a focus of ours Awesome. Awesome. Um, let's go ahead and talk about your background. Okay. You played division one, you coached division one. Yes. Uh, tell us about your journey. And then also how does that help you now in the search space? No, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, I've been extremely fortunate to play uh, for some great coaches and, and work for some, for some great coaches as well. Right. So, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, for me, I was, I was a uh, student athlete at the university of Delaware. Uh, so I was there uh, from 2003, 2008, nice. uh, played for uh, David Henderson and Monte Ross, two great coaches. Um, so really learn the game through, through through their eyes and mentorship and, you know, still keep in touch with them today. Uh, very much present in my life. Um, real, real quick, who was your assistant coach on one of those staffs? Uh, Daryl Jacobs. Daryl Jacobs. That's how we crossed paths. He, he was my coach uh, for two years at, at Delaware. So that's where we began our relationship. And Brian, as you know, man, like sports is such a small community, right? right. You've either been coached by somebody or you work, right. you know, you work with them, you know, uh, you know, the degrees of separation are very small. So very small. yeah, able to, to really get to know Daryl during that time and during my transformative years, right. As a, yeah, as a student yeah. athlete. So it was, it was great uh, getting to know him and he was a great mentor and still lives for me to this day. Yeah, he takes um, he takes great pride in all that you're doing now. So we had to give a quick shout out to the yeah. Got to give a shout out to Coach, man. Got to give a shout out to Coach. Out to coach. But, only way no, he's, 
he's a, he's he's dynamic and so you know played overseas for a couple of years in argentina israel and turkey and then you know after that um you know when every athlete decides to hang it up yeah, I, right. I was able to land an opportunity with an IT services firm. And that's where really I learned search and, and right. talent acquisition. So, yep. you know, I recruited in the Philly area, um, you know, really for a lot of Fortune 100, 500 companies and financial services or pharma. Um, so it gave me a, a different perspective, you know, especially right. on the corporate side of things. And that's, right. you know, where we're carrying it over today here with our, with my Renaissance Search Consulting. And then after that, I got into coaching. I was at um, Binghamton University for seven years, you know, worked my way up, started as an ops, non-paid, you know, you know, the, the grind, and, you know, and you worked your way up to, you know, one of the assistant coach. All right. And, you know, I think during my time and my tenure there, um, you know, you just notice some things in the industry and trends and right. um, obviously with the lack of representation, especially at the coaching level and, yep. you know, men's and women's uh, college basketball and football, uh, you know, I, it needed to change. And I think um, diversity, equity, inclusion, it was always been a buzzword, but mm. it was never really a focal point of hiring or was really never, you know, the fabric of this is what we're right. going to do and be equitable in all facets of the organization. So um, I, I thought there was a unique opportunity for for me to to start something with being a former coach, you know, right. a former player, someone who understands the the business very well, uh, but also understands search, you know, through my time um, at Tech Systems, uh, you know, with the IT services firm. So I wanted to combine the two skills. I'm very passionate about helping people. I'm very right. passionate about putting leaders in place. And I thought that, you know, there was um, a space in the market for me to do that, where there, yeah. there wasn't really obviously anybody before me that has done that, right, at the at the Division One level in particular. So um, that's the genesis of Renaissance Search and Consulting. That's how we got started, you know, and yeah. uh, we've been building ever since. A great thing and, and almost not that you would ever want a global pandemic to happen or a big social justice movement to happen either but diversity equity inclusion has jumped into a probably a whole more mainstream category than ever before absolutely uh, including including this rising coaches diversity equity inclusion alliance that came out of that time um it's more conscious now than ever i think there was 35 minority coach hires last offseason, over mm -hmm. 50%, which is, you know, incredible. That's what we want. Um, and not that it's all about us, but it is about that representation and having that yeah. balance. Um, how have you found that's helped with with your business? I know you've had searches at Delaware, uh, Vanderbilt, Long Island uh, with the NCAA. You've had an HBCU search at Lincoln. Uh, you've had a number of searches, Loyola, Maryland, Mary, Marymount as well. Yeah. So tell us about a little bit or tell people about how you think the timing has been right and how people have been receptive. Because you don't just get Vanderbilt and Loyola. You know, you don't get these bigger searches unless there's some respect involved. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, um, you know, with anything like I equated to the book uh, Outliers, right, with uh, Malcolm Gladwell. And, you know, the opportunity and timing have to be right, but your preparation, you know, um, you know, you have to be ready for that moment. And I think for, for me during the pandemic, 
you know, we launched it in February of 2020, obviously in March, that's when the pandemic really took off. So not to say, you know, to, it's how did you use that time? Right. And I think I, I was able to use it in a, in a way that number one, you just build relationships, right. And, and getting on the phone, talking with people, listening to pain points and challenges that they have in their department or, or organization. Right. And I think, you know, you, having that approach rather than trying to sell somebody, you know, a service first is always more beneficial. You know, the best time to really get to know someone in business is when you can't sell them anything. Right. Um, and obviously we were, everyone was going through a difficult time. And, you know, a lot of people still are, you know, during this pandemic. So it was a, it was a time to listen. And uh, I thought that was very beneficial because I think sometimes as a business owner, small business owner, you want to do a million different things and you want to chase business and do business development. And, but this kind of that, that pandemic, um, you know, in the beginning made me slow down. And then you kind of fast forward a couple months, um, the murder of George Floyd, which put a whole different spin on, on the landscape and, and, and just the, what people were feeling and, um, you know, just from a, an equity and social justice standpoint. And I think, uh, you know, a lot of organizations, institutions and leaders needed guidance and help and just be able to talk through some things. And, you know, I think we were able to do that. Right. And, and kind of be that partner during a, a difficult time where no one really knows the right answer. So, you know, during, you know, I'll say that four or five or six months, it kind of helped lay the groundwork. And then, you know, going into the summer when there's you know things are starting to open up a little bit people are starting to hiring more you know there is um you know games are starting to be played you know those relationships were there uh and also i, I tell people all the time in my in our journey to grow in this firm i can't do it by myself you know we've we've had advocates right and people really um helping us connect with other people or you know maybe I'm not in a room and they say, you know what, you should get look at Renaissance. So it hasn't just been me trying to, um, you know, uh, develop relationships. I've, I've had some tremendous people in my corner, uh, which has been a pleasant surprise, right? I think when people really resonate with your mission and vision and the change that you want to create in a space, uh, you know, when people can feel that they, they do everything in their power to help you accomplish that mission. So I've had a lot of help, you know, obviously coach Jacobs is one of them where, um, you know, he's, he's been more than helpful, just connecting me in, in different rooms and in places and people. So, so that has kind of been our journey to kind of get to these types of searches. Right. And, right. Um, and then obviously when you get them, you got to do a great job. Right. And I think um, that word of mouth is very important in what people say about you uh, right. when you're not there. And, you know, uh, so far it's been great. Right. And we want to continue to do a great job and and um, continue to to facilitate this change in, in college athletics. Right. hundred percent. We salute you, Floor. We're glad you're uh, doing what you're doing. That's why we had you a part of the next up to even get more visibility and rev. Let's talk about that initiative with Rising Coaches. Second year of next up. First year mm -hmm. out from turnkey. Let it uh, this next year. You led it, did a terrific job, as did Katie. 
so the bar is high for whoever's next. I don't know if they yeah. can meet it, but yeah. <laughs> talk about your experience. We've kind of shared a lot about it, but um, the, the for those that haven't heard, it is a simulation of a job interview where you're given a scenario by Herb and Renaissance uh, for X school mm-hmm. and you're to prepare for your interview, dress the part, answer the, as if you're doing the part. And as you're doing that, you get live feedback from Herb and at the very end from the DI and Lions panel. You get about a 30, 40 minute interview, uh, pretty intense as far as just like how it feels like the real thing. Um, so talk a little bit about what you thought about the experience in the next up. I think the next up initiative is is vitally important to the development of coaches. And I think, you know, obviously um, doing more of that is, is is important because, you know, as minority coaches, you know, right now it is a moment of time where people or decision makers are looking to hire more diverse. And I hope it's more than a moment. I hope it's a movement. I hope it's during, you know, I hope it's like that going forward. You know, so, you know, something like the next up initiative is important to prepare, right? Because you only get so many opportunities to to interview for a job. And if you're not ready, uh, you might not get another you might not get another shot. Right. So I think, you know, as a coach, that's something when I was in, in, in that profession that I wish I had or went through. Right. And of course, you can try to do it yourself. But when you have someone who's talking to ADs or that's facilitating interviews on a, on a, on a, you know, consistent basis, getting that feedback is, is so important. Right. And I think once you have that, you can kind of find, you know, where you're, where you're deficient or maybe some of your blind, blind spots are, and then you can help, you know, self-correct and, and you'll be better in the next time. And along with establishing a relationship, right, you're able to make that impression. You know, there's a there was a few coaches in there that I was just blown away, right, with uh, with the with the interview process. They were just so prepared. Um, you know, it was just like, wow, this person, this coach, they're ready, and they're once they get an opportunity, I know they're going to knock it out the park, uh, which gives me more. Um, you know, I think. Uh, you know, just makes me feel better if, if, if I do have a search and they're in there. Right. I know they're going to do a great job because I've right. seen them in, in a high pressure situation. So right. I think, uh, you know, that next up initiative is, is, is phenomenal. I'm happy that you've all continued that and you're going right. to continue it and in, in identifying the next, you know, best and brightest coaches, both on the men's and the women's side, which I love. I love how it's right. equitable in that. Right. You got both men's and women. Um, you know, so, um, I'm all for it. I'm, I'm, I'm a supporter of it. Any, anything that you all need going forward, um, I'm, 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 I'm there for it. Yeah. We'll be, we'll be continuing to call on you, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought one thing that was cool about it is like, you may think that this person from X university from this bigger conference may be the, the brightest star, in perception, but when you get in the interview trenches and you just see their preparation, not necessarily their qualifications, because there is a yeah. difference between being qualified for a job and and actually interviewing to show that you're qualified. And I think that's one part about this that was so important for those that did prepare well. They got some extra for those that maybe didn't. They understood where the gap was, and yeah. you didn't really know who was going to interview great and. 
people that you may have thought may not have been quite as good or people that you thought were going to be not as good were better. So it's almost like March Madness in some ways. You don't really know who's going to come in there and, and do well. Absolutely. And what I loved about it was the diversity of it. You had a JUCO head coach, right? Um, who I knew nothing about. Right. She did phenomenal. Like, you know, I, I thought she was one of the brightest stars there. You know, um, so now that she's on my radar, right? Uh, you know, you had people from all different levels and all different walks in their coaching journey, um, which gives you more, which gave me more insight. And um, you know, like it, it was great just to to see that type of diversity within within that cohort. Yeah, fun fun times, uh, absolutely. Let's talk about what's next up for Renaissance Search and Consulting, whatever that looks like. I know. One year's down almost roughly, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. a little more. And you've had some high level searches. Um, people are starting to become more and more familiar with what it is that you're doing. Uh, is there any particular things that are next? Uh, and then I would also ask in that those that want to be head coaches that want to get on your radar and they're not a part of next up, what's the actual good way to do that? I know I'm asking two part question, but. What's yeah, the yeah, actual yeah. way to be on a next up radar with you? And then what's next up with Renaissance? Yeah, absolutely. I think for what's next for us is continuing to build. We're, we're continuing to evolve, right? We're, we're not where we want to be. Um, but we, are, you know, right now it's just continuing to grow those relationships and, and, you know, get more searches and, um it, honestly and impact more people right i think the uh the rising coaches the di uh alliance and and the next up initiative you know those are all, all things that we want to be involved with right where we can have a positive impact on leaders and and you know uh, or uh, leaders that are you know coming up the rank so the, the for us that's what's next you know it's it's continuing to to to, to build continuing to to to, to have those relationships and get out and get more exposure and doing things like this. So people do know what we're about, who we are. And, and, um, you know, they can say, you know what, Renaissance search and consultate, this is what they do. They do a great job. They're authentic about it. And we're going to, you know, we want to be a part of that journey with them. So, so that's, what's next for us over the next 12 months. Um, you know, I think for coaches to, to, to get a hold of us, you know, on our website, uh, www.thersefirm.com is a great way. You can fill out our, our coaching profile and, and we'll get your information uh, that way. Um, or, you know, just reaching out, email. Uh, I, I make sure that I'm accessible, right? And I think um, anyone who has tried or will reach out can attest to that, right? I'm not exclusive in that that sense where, you know, you have to be, you know, at a certain level to, for me to have a conversation with you. I tell coaches or administrators all the time, I may not be able to, to get you a job, but I can always help you. Right. So, um, any way that, you know, number one, just establishing that relationship and that rapport is, is huge. And then once we have that established, you know, I want to be a resource and leverage any way that, you know, any way I can help someone throughout their career. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm available, um, obviously on LinkedIn or Twitter or whatever, you know, you, those are all, um, platforms you can, you can track me down. Uh, so, um, and obviously through you all as well, 
um, if they wanted to reach out to get uh, my information, you know, uh, would love to. Yeah, then that was great. Thank you for that, Herb. And tell us what, like, that's a common question of what does someone need to do to get on your radar at, other than just reaching out? Like, right, let's say they reach out. Let's say they've connected. Let's say you know them now. And you're, um, I think that the probably the obvious thing is to win where they are. But yeah. what are some of the, I guess, what's two quick do's and don'ts? What's Yeah, I think build yeah build relationships authentically right i think winning is important you have to win where you are but always you know be be grounded where you where you are and, and do a great job right. um you know find commonalities as well right i think the more that you can create that the better mm -hmm. um you know so i can get a better sense of who you are and and what you're about and and obviously i'm going to do my due diligence and you know, what people are saying about you, right? Um, that's our job as a firm is to be able to get that type of information and, and call people and reference. And and I want to make sure, hey, if I am going to work with this person or if I am going to spend time to get to know them, I need to make sure that they're who they are on paper is who they are in real life, right? right? right. So, which is vitally important. <laughs> so, right. um, you know, I, I think that is a, that's a huge, um, thing for me, right? I think, um, you know, people send you your resume or profiles all the time and they all look great, right? But I want to know what's, what, who you are and what- Who's the about. person behind the paper? Exactly, exactly. Right. So, um, and also I think do a great job. I always say there's gold on your campus, right? I think be able to establish a relationship with your president, with your, your, your provost or chancellor or, anyone in a leadership level that's going to be in a decision-making role um, that will, you know, could possibly hire you down the road. Those are all relationships that I think you, that coaches and administrators need to start facilitating. And sometimes it can be uncomfortable. I know we, as coaches, we like to fraternize with other coaches, but right. you know, if you're, if your goal is to be a head coach, you know, a head coach is not going to hire to be a head coach, right? So right. you really got to get to know your administration, your um, your AD, and have people speak highly on your behalf. And like I said, it's all about you know the building that relationship and 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 doing it authentically. And um, you know, people ask, well, how often should I reach out? You know, um, do it as as natural as it feels. Sometimes it's like, hey you know, send me an article on something or, hey, just an update, you know, we, we were doing this and, oh, or if you want a, a, a professional advice, or, those are all right. value added conversations right. um, that are, you know, that mean something, but just don't right. say, hey, what's up? I'm just checking in. <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? Um, not bringing much value. Not bringing not, much yeah. Value. You know, and, and that's the same for me, right? When I'm trying to establish a relationship, I'm not just emailing someone or texting, you know, an AD, Hey, you know, what's going on? You know, just checking in. I'm, I'm always trying to add value each touch or touch point that I have. So right. I, I think it's the same for any coach or administrator that's looking to, to advance in their career. What's your, what's your favorite uh, NFL or NBA team? Okay. Well, you know, so I grew up in Buffalo, so okay. naturally I'm a Bills fan. That'd be I a Bills fan, right? I moved to Philly though when I was about 15 and you know how passionate Philly fans are. So yeah. I kind of got converted a little bit. 
to okay. the Eagles. Okay. So I root for both Buffalo and, and the Eagles, just okay. just by default. Um, I, can, I can I can relate to that. I, I grew up in Michigan and was a Barry Sanders fan. Yeah. And then moved to Dallas and hated the Cowboys, hated Emmitt Smith because I was a Barry Sanders fan. You couldn't be both. Yeah, but yeah. I had, to, <laughs> I had to learn how to support the Cowboys. And I guess they can say I'm a, I'm a big supporter now. I can't say I'm a true fan, but I want them to yeah, do well. Yeah, yeah, I was definitely more of a true Buffalo Bills fan growing up for sure. Uh, on the NBA side, you know, I love the Lakers. I've, I've always uh, loved Kobe. And now that LeBron's here, you know, I love, you know, I'm a, I'm a big LeBron supporter, so I always right. want the Lakers to to do well from a professional um, on the on the NBA level. But you know, I, I like watching players. You know, I'm yeah. I'm always looking at you know the you know what they're doing and how it's evolved and just really appreciating the, their skill set. I mean, they're, right. those those uh, you know those guys or in WNBA those you know the women they're do, they're doing things that you know traditionally have not been done on the court you know right. whether it's stuff shooting from you know 30 feet right you know what i mean it's it's insane right and i think just to appreciate that um yeah. is, is 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 something special for me and and uh you know trying to trying to teach my little guy you know all the nuances that, you know that's that's hard to do you know what i mean so he, he thinks he could just do anything you know so which is great make, I love but the they make it look easy the pros yeah make it yeah look, <laughs> it's not he easy tried to get out and do it you try to do it he's like it, it's not translating at, at, you know, at five <laughs> years old but no, he'll get there but <laughs> I love it. I love no, it. it's uh, great I, I love watching the game i love the college game I love watching college football and college basketball. I mean, I'm just a sports fan on, you know, on the men's and the women's side. Yep, love that. Love that. Coaches, if you're smart, Buffalo Bills, when they do well, it gives you nothing. Yeah. <laughs> or the Eagles, come on, pay attention. Yeah, on. That was for free. Yeah, right. that's right. That's right. Um, all right, last question. What is something you would want people to know about Renaissance Consulting, about the way you do business, whether it's an AD, whoever that may listen to this or watch this or hear about this, what is something yeah. you would want them to know about your brand that maybe they just don't know because they don't know you yet? Yeah, I think for us is that we we do care, right? Like whether it's the, the candidate, like there's nothing more stressful than going through the the, the, the interview process, right? So you know, we we want to give you real feedback. We want to be able to give you you know, updates on a very timely manner and not, you know, leaving you out there and wondering what's going on. Right. And we want to get to know you. We want to get to know you as a person. You know? And I think that that's really important in, in developing that relationship. On the client side, we you know we, we want to do the best job we can to make sure we put the best person in place that fits, you know, that that organization and that culture and and, um, you know, giving them um you know, we want to make it hard, right? We're, we'll give them a, a great slate of diverse candidates and and um, and they're just pleased with, you know what, the, they get us, right? They understand what we are looking for. They understand our business. So, um, you know, that that's what we want to leave people with. Uh, we want to leave them with a, a positive experience on both ends on the spectrum, whether you're the client or a candidate and, um, you know, and just treating that with care because this is people's lives and, you know, and you know, a job can change someone's trajectory, right? Financially, personally, everything. So 
Um, we, we understand that and we want to make sure that, you know, we're, we're there to, to help support. Awesome. Awesome. Well, well done, man. We appreciate it. Next up, you killed it. For those that don't know, Herb Courtney, not only was he skilled as a player, but he's bringing his skills, <laughs> he's bringing his skills to, the, to the office now, the front office. Uh, love to see it. Love to see the uh, a black man doing the things you're doing to break Thank down you. more barriers there, too. Uh, so we celebrate you. You know that we're we're big uh, fans of our family and whatever we can do to keep supporting. And those that don't know, make sure you reach out. He said his website. Uh, say that again for us if you don't mind. It's the uh, the RSC. So rscfirm.com. There you go. So you know how to find it. If not, there's this thing called Google, and you yep. put it in. Type it in. So you get it. Make sure you reach out. He said he will reach back and. Uh, Herb, we look forward to having you back. Have a great basketball season. Enjoy and look forward to you having a great offseason. Yeah. Thank you. I'm, I'm looking forward to the season. So, you know, I already see the exhibition games kicking off and you hear about the secret scrimmages. So, you know, I, I love it. It's going down. It's going down. It's going well, enjoy, down. Herb, and uh, right. enjoy your family, too. Thank you. You as well.